Hey everybody, how you doing? I hope you're having a wonderful day, great week. It's been too long since we've last had an opportunity to talk and so I thought I'd give you a little update on the podcast and where things are going from here. My name is Adam Shaw and this is The Restorationist. everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to The Restorationist, a podcast that tries to answer the question, how in the world can we live like that first century church did in the book of Acts, embodying all their values, their principles, their their way of life, while also faithfully honoring the 21st century and, and the world that we we live in the context we live in. How so? How do we? How do we live out that first century church in the twenty first century? That's kind of what we poke around and prod and and ask questions about here in the podcast. And man, have I ever missed you guys? This has been way too long since I've had the opportunity to uh, get all in your earbuds and talk to you and see how things are going with all you guys. Uh, and so I thought I'd give you an update. I really don't have. A full episode to give you today. What I do have is to tell you where we're going, tell you what's going to be happening with the podcast, and to give you uh, an update on kind of where things are at with me and my family and where I lead and where I'm serving, all of that sort of thing. So, so much has been happening. <laughs> like, if you ask me what's what's going on, my answer would would be everything. Everything is happening. So, um, as I mentioned uh, a few episodes ago, we are we're back in church. Uh, we have been for several several weeks, but something really interesting happened a little while ago. And as we had this big storm, ripped the roof cap. Uh, we have an um, our church is an older building. Our our church campus is an older building, and it has the old school like peak roof. You know, think of when you were little and you did the little hand thing, like, you know, here's the church, here's the steeple. That's that's kind of what our church is is like. And so we had this really big windstorm, ripped the roof cap off, got some water damage, and uh, within a few days, mold started to grow. Nasty-looking mold in the peak of our roof. And thankfully, we were able to, uh, because of the extenuating circumstances that caused the mold. We were able to file an insurance claim and they were able to come in and take a look at it. But then they dropped this bomb on us that uh, totally turned kind of my whole working flow upside down. And the thing that kind of dropped on us was this, and that is in order to fix this, in order to perform this repair, y'all are going to have to uh, get out of your church building for a little while. And by a little while, we mean six weeks or eight weeks. So a month and a half, two months, but possibly more. And so uh, my father and I, we we started praying like crazy, pray that God would open doors because we had just got back to church and things are going amazing. 
And now families were getting ready to go back to school. This was in September, uh, beginning of the month. So families were getting ready to get back to school. Um, and because uh, in, in Canada, we go back to school after Labor Day. And so families are getting ready to go back to school. Uh, we're getting ready to launch back into youth services and midweek again. And now, boom, you don't have a building anymore. You're going to find somewhere else to to meet. And so we, uh, we started looking and we found, you know, because of the limitations of, of COVID-19 and, and regulations that govern facilities here in Ontario, this was proving to be a very difficult premise, but, uh, our problem to solve. But then we found a, a theater right in the heart of the downtown of our city. It's a 360 seat theater and we're able to operate at 30% capacity, which is 108 seats. And so we're doing two identical services, one at nine, one at 11, like we were doing before. And we've recently relaunched midweek. That means youth services back and everything. But let me tell you what, it, it has been, it has been a wild ride um, to move your entire church family during such a season of uncertainty into a brand new space. But here's what's amazing in our, uh, the campus that we do own. So the church building that we do own, we're only able to have 75 in the service, but now with this new facility, we are able to have 108 per service. And this was this is a great blessing because as we walked into the fall, we've started to grow. We've had people receive the spirit. Uh, we have people want to be baptized. We have new people that are joining uh, online Bible study groups. We're having guests begin to come and people are hungry for God. And a lot of mainline denominational churches in our city have yet to reopen. And so there are people that are hungry and are looking for a connection with God. And so what we have realized is that all of the things that that we think are problems are often really just doors of opportunity so that the mission and the work of God's kingdom can continue. And that has been that has been an incredible lesson to learn and that God often uses crisis to drive us forward. He often uses stress to push us beyond our comfort zone. And here because here's what's amazing. Since we've moved into this new facility, it's it's massive. Um, it has challenged and stretched our faith in so many ways. It has just given us given us a, a this image of the future. Of, of what our church could be and where we could go as we continue to grow. And so uh, also we had She's for Christ campaign here in Ontario that, that concluded a little while ago, and we raised $80,000 as the second highest offering in the history of our district going towards missions and buying vehicles for missionaries and all the amazing things that She's for Christ does. And so uh, I had that on my plate as well. So that I'm trying to give you an, an understanding or an explanation as to why uh, you haven't heard an episode from me in a little while. And But I, did, I, I do want to share this with you. And, and this is something that's been really cool for me to learn over the past few weeks that I've been absent and not behind a microphone like I am today. With all of the change and uncertainty that has come into the life of my local church and the life of our family uh, through throughout these past few weeks, I have I have learned some important valuable lessons. I just gonna I'm gonna share with you, and then I'm gonna give you a podcast update. So here's what I've learned. I have learned that vision and values 
are everything. I know I, I've done whole episodes on this. I bring it up over and over again. It's like this big drum that we beat on the restorationist to nearly every episode. But this has been a tremendous season of uncertainty. Um, COVID completely tipped our midweek over. COVID uh, completely changed the way our church operates. Uh, all of our, you know, our workflows, all of our systems were eradicated, then they were brought back, and then we had to go to a new facility. And here's what I learned. I learned that that vision and values are everything. That when you find yourself, when you find your team, when you find your organization in the middle of uncertain times, and you as a leader find yourself leading a group of people, influencing a group of people in the middle of question marks, in the middle of uncertainty, that having a clear and coherent vision is absolutely everything. And also having clearly articulated values is also everything. Here's what I mean. Vision gives you that 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 future that you're all that we're pushing towards. It 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 gives you that idea of 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 where we're going and what we're trying to do right now. That we got this, we got this clear image of of the future that we're all pressing towards. And that hasn't changed. Everything else has changed, but what we're trying to do as an organization, as a church, that has not changed. And our vision is to grow a church where people love to experience God's presence, learn God's teachings, share in God's family, and serve God's mission. So now that we are homeless in a long-term lease that uh, may extend beyond, well beyond the eight weeks, depending on how work goes on in our building, our vision remains the same. Despite the fact that we are in completely unfamiliar territory, our vision remains the same. And that has become part of the rallying cry uh, from my dad and I to our teams. Is that is our, what we're trying to do in this city and what we're trying to do at LifePoint Church, that has not changed, though where we gathered has, though how we do service has. Though COVID-19 and its 30% occupancy restrictions and, and the resurging second wave we're experiencing here in Ontario that may prompt further lockdown, the vision of what we're trying to do has not changed. The, the future that we are orientating our, our direction and our, and our efforts towards, that still is as crystal clear as it ever was. Vision gives you something to push towards even when how you've attempted to push towards it has completely changed. The other thing I've discovered is everything is values. So vision gives you where we're going. Values give you how we act. And that has been so critical for us. How we act. Our values are how we do things around here. How we behave around here. I, I've talked about it in previous episodes. And, and the values at our particular church is we are passionate. We're passionate in everything we do. And we're passionate about apostolic doctrine and its application. We are passionate about being spirit-led and spirit-driven. And we're passionate about results. And so while everything has changed, the heart and attitude that we bring that we bring to the field of ministry when we go to play the game, that, that hasn't changed at all. And, and what we're pushing towards hasn't changed at all. And so when we found ourselves in a new facility, 
And we were asking ourselves, okay, how's, how's service going to look like here? Well, we already knew how it was going to feel. It was going to be passionate. It was going to be proclaiming apostolic doctrine with passion. It was going to be about being led and driven by the Spirit in everything we do with passion. And it was going to be about results. It was going to be, are we making an impact? Are people receiving the Spirit? Are they professing a desire to be baptized? Are they repenting of their sins? Are they signing up for Bible studies? Are they are more people coming back to church each and every single week? That's how we know we're winning. And so when you find yourself in the middle of uncertain times, like we have found ourselves at LifePoint Church in Hamilton, Ontario, we have discovered that having a clear and compelling vision of the future and predetermined approaches to life and to ministry give you tremendous clarity when everything else feels hazy and everything else feels confusing. And if you find yourself confused, and if you find yourself wandering, wondering because of COVID-19 or because of other forms of uncertainty in your life, in your family, in your ministry, and you're wishing for things to get back to normal, you need to stop. Stop looking for normal. Stop looking for things to go back to normal. Stop looking for things to be like they once were and get a clear vision of what God is trying to do in you and what God is trying to do in those you lead for the future. Get a clear understanding of your values. Determine for, with your team or determine within your own family. How are we going to behave? Who are we really? How are we going to do things around here in a way that's authentic to the personality of this team or to this family or to this organization? Because if you have vision and you have values, you really got everything that you need. If you have a picture of the future and you know how you're going to act in any given situation on the basis of what you value and who you are, you, you can be off the map. You can be in uncertain territory. You can be in an unfamiliar place. And you can operate with efficiency and you can operate with tremendous clarity. And so, yes, our church has found itself in an uncertain place in an uncertain time. Yes, we are proverbially homeless because we can't be in our building. There's, you know, there's scaffolding going, you know, dozens of feet into the air. And uh, we can't even enter into the building to, to get our stuff because right now it's not safe. And we're leasing equipment and all of our teams are trying to figure out how to use rented stuff that's not ours. But we have, we're having amazing services. God is moving. Our teams are pushing towards greater standards of excellence than we ever have before. It's the discomfort has actually been so invigorating because it's given us it's given us the opportunity to test our vision and live out our values in an unfamiliar place, and it's filled us with such confidence and such hope for the future. And so to everyone who's listening today, and you like us, for one reason or the other, are in an uncertain place. Instead of looking for what is familiar to come back, get clarity on your vision, get clarity on your values, 
Speaking of which, I hope that's something that we're going to be able to help you with in the podcast in the next coming weeks, because I want to give you a quick podcast update. And um, if you hear rustling papers, it's me pulling uh, some notes that I I, I wrote down here. Uh, We've got three brand new seasons that are going to be upcoming here on the restorations that'll probably take us into the end of the year, if not a little bit into the new year. And one of those pertains to the stuff that I just talked about. And uh, I'm really excited for this particular series. We, we don't have a brand for it yet, but I'm really excited for it because Stephanie is going to be joining with me for at, you know, at least four episodes as we're going to talk to you about your personal life. And we're going to take the organizational principles that we have used in our church and we're going to apply them to your life and your family. And so if you are married with children, if you are married or if you're single, it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about how to take organizational life principles and apply them to your life. Now, the the concept doesn't originate with us, but what we have done is we have taken the concept and we have applied it to our life. And so this season or, or series of episodes that we're going to do is going to be walking you through our journey to creating clarity in our family about vision and values and goal setting in a way that I hope will help you um, get clarity in your life. And so that's going to be upcoming really soon. And then the uh, another season I'm really excited about is I'm going to be doing a series of interviews with women in leadership. One of the big pieces of feedback I've received from uh, our podcast listeners is we've had some interviews with some incredible men. And uh, there has been a request that that I would do some interviews with uh, women in leadership and women in ministry and just to get their unique perspective. And so we're lining up some interviews uh, with women that are in ministry and leadership. And we're going to talk about the unique uh, challenges and the unique opportunities that God provides uh, for women as they live out their calling in the church and in the world. And then lastly, another season that we are looking on bringing on board that'll probably take us to the end of the year is we're going to look at methods and technology that people are using to grow their church and enhance their ministry. There's a lot of incredible tools that are out there that people are using that are helping them to connect with those that need to hear the gospel and need to know more about Jesus. And so I'm uh, eagerly tracking those leaders down that are using some some great new cutting edge methods and I wanna set up interviews with them. And as uh, we go into that particular podcast season, I'm sure it'll be a tremendous blessing to you and your church or wherever you lead. Well, that's it for today. I thought I'd just jump in and say, hey, and uh, let you know what's going on with me, let you know what's going on with where I'm leading, as well as uh, what is upcoming on the podcast. Oh, before I forget, before I forget, almost forgot. Um, Here's what I'm reading right now. Uh, I really recommend if you're interested in the impact of technology and AI on life, I'm reading 2084 by John Lennox. He is a mathematician and a Christian apologist talking a lot about how technology has the ability to impact us in the future check it out. Let me know what you think if you do get it. Listen, thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate any time that you would give me 
and this podcast. May God bless you. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care.